Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Turn four and back to the start-finish line. You can see it now. The legacy continues. Dale Earnhardt Jr. wins the 46th Daytona 500. Wow, 20 years ago today. Smoke and I were just talking about that during the break. 20 years ago to the day. That was the call, NBC Sports, Alan Bestwick, alongside Benny Parsons, Wally Dollenbach. That was Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s win at the Daytona 500, six years to the day after his father's only win at the Great American Race. Of course, Junior had won there previously in July of 2001. Uh, that wasn't the Daytona 500, though. Hard to believe, nearly impossible for my brain to comprehend. That it has been 20 years to the day since that call from Alan Bestwick, Wally Dollenbach, and Benny Parsons. Yep, and I remember going to my room crying because Tony Stewart finished second. <laughs> that was close as Tony ever got to winning uh, a damn thing. Of course you did. <laughs> remember, this was like two weeks after I went to bed crying after the Panthers lost Super Bowl 38. So uh, February 2004, not a good month for smoke. Of course you did. That is fantastic. All right, uh, Daytona's coming up on Sunday, kids. It is that time of year. Daytona is back, which means spring is just around the corner. Warm weather, the NASCAR season, baseball, sweaty afternoon, Sunday naps, and all that good stuff. Let's bring in a man who is uh, not just a part of NASCAR's fabric and its history, but it was also announced a couple of weeks ago that Doug Rice, president anchor of Performance Racing Network, will be retiring after a much-deserved victory lap coming up here in 2024. It will be his final year in the booth calling NASCAR races full-time anyway, and he's got a special thing happening on Sunday at the Daytona 500. Now, keep in mind, uh, Daytona 500 is an MRN race, not a PRN race, but, you know, these racing guys stick together, and it sounds like Doug Rice is doing a pretty cool thing on Sunday. I will let him tell you all about it. The great, nay, the iconic Doug Rice back with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Doug, how are you, buddy? Uh, Kyle, I'm doing super. Tell Smoke there's no crying in racing. So as he seemed to really verklempt about a lot of things went on a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, you got to stop crying so much, Smoke. Yeah, then again, Tony won three championships and Junior never won any. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you might have you, you gotten a good end of this pick there. <laughs> uh, D2 Kicker just said, I did cry after the Super Bowl, but damn, Smoke just needs to keep some stuff to himself. I love it, though. All right, um, Doug, it's good to have you. Let's just start with the obvious, man. You are... You're retiring at the end of the year. Um, I don't know that you fully appreciate how many race fans on our show express how much they love your weekly segments, how much they love you, and in the last couple of weeks, how much they're going to miss you. I know you still love the job, Doug, so why are you retiring? I, I do love the job, but Kyle, I want to find out what the world's like with not having to balance the NASCAR schedule every year. And... I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. There's a lot of opportunities in the universe. I've done this for 36 years. So I kind of want to see what life is like, maybe doing something slightly different. I respect that. I, I do. I, I, you and I have talked about this off the air already, but, you know, I, I respect that. Um, what about Sunday? You've called a lot of races, but not everywhere. What's happening Sunday? No, I have never called a race here at the Daytona International Speedway. Because that's an MRN track. Uh, their headquarters used to be right here in the infield. So they are going to allow me to come up to the booth and join their anchor team and call a handful of laps the Daytona 500 on Sunday. So that, that checks. If you're in this business, 
that checks a really big box that that I'm going to get to do, and I'm 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 pretty geeked about it. I think I'm supposed to go on like around lap twenty and do fifteen or twenty laps of play by play call, and that'll that's that's all I need. That'll that'll complete the whole set. So I will have done uh, the Daytona five hundred, the Coke six hundred, and the Indianapolis five hundred. So uh, I, I feel pretty good about that. I'm really stoked and very appreciative of them giving me that opportunity. I, I have no doubt, man. I, I really don't. Now, we, we got a lot more to talk about here, but I do want to quick get your quick reaction to what we just played there coming back from break. 20 years ago today, Doug. Can you believe it's been 20 years since Junior won that race? You know, when you played that, I was thinking, in my mind, my math was like, okay, that was 10 years ago. But, no, that's that's two decades ago that Junior was down here, and, you know, the ground is still shaking from the fans after a Junior win. I mean, he he created a tsunami in this sport. When he took the lead, man, you knew it. You didn't have to know who was leading. You could just hear the crowd erupt whenever that guy got close to the front. Well, Doug, this is Smoke here. And the guy who was uh, the pole sitter for this upcoming Daytona 500, Joey Logano, he was just a teenager when that event happened. I mean, you know, he, the Fords have had a lot of speed in Daytona over the last five to ten years. But it seems like last night, even with their new body, they were able to get off to a hot start, and they already feel like the cars and the team and the manufacturer to beat at Daytona now, this weekend. Now, the front row is going to be all four. It's um, Michael McDowell and, of course, uh, Joey Logano, who just came out here in a brand-new Ford. It's called the Dark Horse Ford. It's got a, it looks a lot alike, but there's some subtle changes in it. And I think they're going to be uh, – Joey Logano, who I picked on every show that I've done to win the thing, that was even before he won the poll, so – I think he's going to be tough to beat. He's won this race before. He won it back in 2015. He'll be he'll be a factor. There's about five drivers at these type of racetracks that always run up front. He's one of them. Brian Blaney is one of the other ones. Denny Hamlin. Those three guys are always going to be near the front of the pack. Doug, we, we saw Ricky Stenhouse Jr. win there last year. Uh, 200 laps wasn't enough, so they, they went to 12 extra laps. And finally, after another caution, they had to call the dang thing. Uh, it's not uncommon at all for Daytona to come down to the waning laps. Are you expecting the same thing this weekend? Oh, absolutely. I will be shocked if it's not nose-to-tail or side-by-side coming back to the line on lap 200 here Sunday. It, I, I, that's the way this type of racing comes about now. It used to be restricted plates, but it's, the same, it's pack racing. They're going to be tied together coming back to the finish. That's such a big part of this race, Kyle, is just surviving. Just get to the end. Because half the field will be gone by the time they get to lap 200. They'll have a couple of big wrecks. It'll take out seven or eight cars, and there'll be maybe 15 cars on the lead lap at the end of the race. That's a that's a broad generalization, but I'm, I'm thinking I, I would take that to the bank. Doug, I mean, you, you talk about how surviving the Daytona 500 is a massive deal, but even making it, is a big deal, especially if you're a big name like Jimmy Johnson, who didn't get himself automatically an automatic bid to start the Daytona 500 on his qualifying time. Uh, what's your nerve levels for Jimmy Johnson to possibly miss this Daytona 500, which is a massive deal? Well, you've got to get through this qualifying race tonight. You've got to make it through this qualifying race. No other race has this sort of procedure to get in the show. So he's got to get through that, survive, and then maybe he's got a shot of getting into the 500. He only has to beat two other at-large cars 
I think they'll have a good enough ride for him, and Jimmy's a good enough driver. I believe he'll get in. I don't know if he's going to be a factor on Sunday, but I do think he'll make it into the show. Doug, what do you think is going to be um, – and I'm asking you to kind of read the future here a little bit, but you've got your finger on the pulse. What are one of the cooler storylines you think are going to emerge this year in NASCAR? Um, I, th- I think it's going to be interesting to see if Penske comes back out ahead again. They've won two championships in a row, Joey Logano and then Ryan Blaney. Uh, they've got a third car in Austin Cindric. He hasn't done much, but I, I'm curious to see if those guys can maintain the edge that they've had. And a, another huge story is the fan favorite of Chase Elliott. You know, Chase missed seven races last year. One, uh, one because he got suspended, six because he had broken his leg. So can he come back? Can he show the form that he had before? I think that's a huge storyline. Can Chase Elliott get back to winning four? Hey, Doug, let me go back to kind of the beginning of this conversation. I was just thinking about something. Um, Yours is a long, decorated career, um, Hall of Fame career, as far as I'm concerned, in broadcasting. Do you remember the the moment you found out that you were getting the microphone to call these races? Do you recall the moment they told you, Doug, you're on the call from here on out? It was was early in 1992, and I, I was already working for PRN, and then some people moved around, and that slot came open, and I got placed in there. I'd done a lot of other racing before, but, you know, when you move up to the bigs, and there's nothing bigger than working for PRN or MRN in this industry, uh, that, that's a that's a game changer for you, man. And, I, and you know, that had to take me out with a crowbar. I'm taking myself out, but, you know, I've, I've loved it. I've had it. It's been almost like vacation for me. Once you get to the racetrack, and you guys know this, and you put the headset on and you start calling the game or the, or the race or whatever it is, that's, that's your juice. You know, what is that old saying? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Yes, for me, this has been a, a great experiment. I guess it's not an experiment after three decades, is it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> well, well, Doug, you were talking about some of the main guys you're looking at for this year. Who's some of the guys that are under the radar that you think that could potentially break out in 2024, not only just w- this weekend? Breakout for the year. Um, I, I think there's somebody maybe at Stuart Haas Racing, which has been dreadful. Uh, maybe a Josh Berry. He's a, he will be a cup rookie this year. He might have a shot at making some noise. Somebody from Stuart Haas in those Fords has got to step up. Tony threw a tantrum the other day talking about where where this is not acceptable. We're not doing well. Well, you got to put some you got to put some muscle behind that. So I think somebody at Stuart Hawks has a chance if they just win a race or two. They've already beaten what they've done the last couple of years. Hey uh, Doug, I did get somebody our, our listener, the Bagel guy. He said, uh, "Hey Doug, would love to see you call an F1 race and you can see the whole world in retirement. Could you call an F1 race right now if you were asked to?" Well, I mean, you only got to talk about Max Verstappen. <laughs> you, talk, you talk about one guy, he'll win the pole, he'll lead every lap. So, yeah, I could do that. Let me tell you something. That just got smoke out of his seat. He loved that one. Oh, he loved that one. That's great. Doug Rice, pre- pre- president anchor, Performance Racing Network. He's with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. And even though he is retiring at season's end, he will be with us each and every week here on the show. And uh, we are very grateful for that. Doug, thank you, brother. Enjoy Daytona. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you all very much. I appreciate the time I get with you each week, by the way. Thank Thanks you. so much. Uh, we look forward to it. Thank you. Doug Rice with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline.